happy Woo Wednesdays. My team is still doing free website audits. So DM me at Carissa Wu and just DM me the word audit and I'll send you back a 10 minute loom video. It's really good to get fresh eyes on your website and brand. So today I have my very good friend, Sarah Wang in the Get A Heck Yes house. She is the founder and principal planner at My Wedding Songbird, a Chinese American wedding planning company. We've been working together for over a decade and she is so detail oriented. She's Taiwanese and is fluent in Mandarin and English and not only plans weddings, but also officiates and MC weddings. She does it all. She got into the wedding industry as a wedding singer eight years ago, and I love her story about that. So if you want to become a destination wedding professional, you are going to love this episode. Enjoy. Welcome to Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. I'm your host, Carissa, and I've been a Los Angeles wedding photographer for over a decade. I've traveled the world, built my team, and seen it all. I now coach wedding photographers hit 10K a month and build a thriving business. In this podcast, we are going to deep dive into how top wedding creatives get that heck yes from their dream clients. We are not holding back on the struggles of the business and how to push through the noise. Some healthy hustle, mindset shifts, up-leveling your money story, time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence are just a few of the many things we will talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Hey everyone, welcome back to Get a Heck Yes. You know me, Carissa Wu. I'm here with my dear friend, Sarah Wayne from My Wedding Songbird. How are you, Sarah? I'm good. Hi, Carissa. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was fun seeing you at the California Wedding Day event last week. Yeah, I love the flower on your head. It's so pretty. Everyone go oh, check it out. And I love your outfit too from Windsor, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, tell the audience um, a little bit about you and your journey. Okay, sure. So I am Taiwanese and I've been growing up here um, since I think 2000, year of 2000. <laughs> Yeah, And uh, I didn't grow up planning to be or dreaming to be a wedding planner, like some of the wedding planners. I um, actually tried a lot of different kinds of industries. I think wedding industry is the 14th that I've tried in my life. Really? What were the other ones? <laughs> uh, just to name a few, jewelry industry, like blinds and shutter industry, like... <laughs> Remember we used to have disc, DVD, Blu-ray. <laughs> um, I was uh, I was working in healthcare, like front desk to check people's insurance. Wow. I worked at a law firm. I worked at real estate companies. <laughs> You're the jack yeah. of all trades. <laughs> yeah, and you know the re- usual like restaurant, clothing stores, and stuff like that. <laughs> gave me the whole yeah, it's literally every single job is a different industry. <laughs> wow. Okay, so why did wedding uh, planning stick with you? So I was actually in the jewelry company before I transitioned to the wedding. I was thinking I wanted to do something different. And at the time, I've been singing at a couple of my friends' wedding. Yeah. Because, you know, when you get to a certain age, all the friends around you started getting married one by one. 
And they're like, Sarah, we know you love singing. You're great at singing. Can you come sing at my wedding? And so I started singing at a lot of people's wedding. And then, so I'm Christian. And then like one night I was praying to God after uh-huh. I read this Bible story about this talent, five talent, two talent, one talent. We're like, uh-huh. you know, you, you need to invest what you are given. Yeah. Or, you know, you get punished. <laughs> or like, yeah. <laughs> so I was like asking God, what is my quote unquote talent? And God just reminded me of all the times I sang at weddings. So I was like, okay, maybe something to do with the wedding industry. And so I wasn't, I wasn't even thinking about the planning aspect of it. I was just thinking maybe it's more about like live music or entertainment side of things. So I was like, okay, God, um, uh, did you mean like you wanted me to start a company like wedding in wedding industry? Like if so, give me a name. And so right after I pray that the the name my wedding somber just popped up in my head like wow yeah the next second and so i went online and, and searched google like go daddy like is this name taken this domain taken and it wasn't and wow. so, so that same night i just bought the domain i got all the social media handle for my wedding songbird and i got the gmail and just everything I can. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's like a amazing. divine intervention from mm-hmm. asking God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So tell me about what was it like being a wedding singer? What was your favorite songs? Um, did you sing in Chinese? How was it like? Um, have you always been a singer? Did you not have stage fright at all? Yeah, I kind of grew up at church at the worship team in the worship team. So I was I've been singing on stage for years <laughs> and I love performing and so singing is really fun for me um but I still get the butterflies whenever I first get on the stage <laughs> but yeah. after the first half of the song I'm fine <laughs> That's but, amazing. yeah so tell me like what was it first like when you first got that domain you got the Instagram handle and then how did you start booking clients and what would you say like your niche is now mm-hmm. yeah so Fast forward from, I think that was like definitely over 10 years ago. <laughs> and then um, starting in 2006 is when I first, when I got my first coordination client. And the funny story about this is how I met that first client was actually at a prayer house. <laughs> prayer house? Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a house of prayer in Pasadena. And yeah. I was there. I was in the worship team. And and God just told me to talk to this lady who's writing something um, in the audience. And I went to talk to her. And then she's actually writing her wedding vow. And, wow. <laughs> and so I told her, oh, I am starting to, you know, do a wedding, like coordination and planning. Do you need any help? And then, yeah, so she was my first client. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That's a cool story. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, what was like, what is your niche now? Um, who do you serve? And what is your like secret sauce, your move factor? What makes you stand out? Yeah, so because I'm Taiwanese, I speak fluent Mandarin. And so I wanted to, you know, to honor my culture. And, you know, that is also my advantage to being bilingual. Because, you know, I am an ordained minister, I can officiate, um, I can MC, because that's really fun for me. <laughs> and then I also plan a coordinate. So, um, so then, you know, naturally, our niche would be Chinese American couples. And we've expanded to Chinese Vietnamese couples now as well, because our team expanded to, you know, now we can, but people in our team who can speak Mandarin, Cantonese, Vietnamese, um, and we're very familiar with like the tea ceremony, you know, like the chi pao, the ai, the door game, the trade, the trade par- parade, and all that stuff. So, 
Yeah, yeah. me and you just shot, um, did that wedding together, Chinese American uh Chinese banquet hall and I was so impressed by you and your team I mean I've worked with you in the past but you guys are just like extremely detail oriented to the second it was yeah. crazy yeah you guys were amazing to work with um thank you we try <laughs> yeah so the hot topic today guys is how to book destination clients so I guess tell us I know you have a, a lot of destination weddings under your belt but tell us how you kind of got started planning destination weddings where have you been what do you have planned this year mm -hmm. yeah so how did I start my destination I think um the first year that I started doing wedding 2006 um I met this wonderful lady um she was my mentor um her name is Shireen and then you know she was like the she was the godmother of Chinese and like the Chinese communities, like wedding planner. <laughs> oh, godmother. Okay. Yeah. And then so she's been in the industry for a long, long time. And she taught me a lot. And then basically she invited me to this conference, destination wedding conference in Mexico wow. that year. So I went with her. And so that started my destination wedding journey. And I started going to that conference every year. Nice. Um, Tell us about the conference, like where it is, um, what you learn, how many planners are there, and just like the whole big picture. Sure. Yeah. So the, the conference is called Love Mexico. It's held by IADWP. Um, so I think it stands for International Association of Destination Wedding Professional or something like that. <laughs> That's a mouthful, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So they actually held have the uh, conference in a different re region in Mexico every year. So then, you know, we get to explore and experience different side of Mexico. You can see different scenery, you know, sometimes it's um, at the ocean front, sometimes in the jungle or, you know, at the lagoon or the cenotes, the haciendas. And so, Ooh, uh -huh. Yeah, it's really cool because, you know, um, this is like a stereotype, I guess, from, you know, a lot of Chinese <laughs> would think like, oh, Mexico is like so dangerous or, you know, know, about cartel or, you know, like all the dangerous stuff. But like, you know, actually personally being there, it's not the case. Like you just need to know where to go because, you know, honestly, LA is very dangerous too. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Inglewood you're not in the right too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is the same for, you know, any country. There's dangerous spots, but there's also amazing, beautiful places. Um, nice. And then, so... Um, once I started, you know, going to these places, exploring in Mexico, I started, you know, to, um, to tell people about more about destination. And then, so the, the, let's see, the other location that I have experienced, um, is Bali, Indonesia. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I had the opportunity to go to meet, um, this wedding planner in Indonesia. So she's a mutual friend. And then I went to Bali and then I stayed with her and assisted her at different weddings. And then I got to do my own wedding and plan for my own couple destination wedding in Bali. So that was very amazing. Wow. Okay. So I'm just going to kind of recap. So first, um, you just got in touch with this association in Mexico. You started going to those conferences and then maybe energetically you got connected with a lady that does weddings in Bali and then you booked your own. Um, it's, I didn't meet her at the conference, so that's uh -huh. a, a separate mutual friend. But yeah, so it's kind of it's not it's not really related. But yeah, 
Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. So how did you just start? Did you start talking about it on social media and just becoming known as like this destination planner and tell us like kind of the challenges in the beginning, what it was like, like planning a wedding so far and where you never been before? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So definitely, you know, social media is very important. If you want to market, want to do a destination wedding. And so like on our IG handle, um, actually not handle the uh description the uh-huh. yeah the bio yeah we do put a destination wording there because you know when people search you know they will be able to find you and then on our blogs as well we write a lot about destination and so you know seo definitely helps people to find you oh, your destination okay. okay yeah and then just like word of mouth and you know um and one one like advantage for us is because we're so niche in like chinese american weddings and so we do have people search like for example, like our first Hawaii wedding, the the couple they don't they're not even in California, they're in Chicago. But then they found us on Google because they wanted to do a destination and they wanted a planner who understand like Chinese Vietnamese culture. And so that's how they found us. Wow. Yeah. And recently we just booked another wedding to UK and they also, you know, found us on Google like like that way as well. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, like also destination, wedding, and then a planner who understand Chinese culture, tea ceremony, and stuff like that. So those are the keywords that they search on Google, and that is how they found us, even oh though we're not in the same area. Oh yeah. my god! Okay, tell me more about this UK uh, destination wedding. Like, what month? Where exactly? Or anything you could tell us about this amazing wedding, and like maybe some things that you're planning, or like yeah. I don't know, some tips and tricks. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm very excited about that because I've never been in Europe. <laughs> so, That's amazing that you got hired. Huh? Yeah, so that was going to be my first time. Um, so it's going to be next year, August. At the end okay. of August would be their wedding. And this couple, they both graduated from the University of Oxford. So it's like literally number one university in the whole world. If you Google it, they are really? number one. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I had no so, idea. Yeah, I um definitely looked at some pictures and I've seen you know pictures before. It's like very famous, you know, campus. And so we're gonna have the wedding there, tea ceremony there. Um, there's several locations there. It's really, really pretty. They also have this like I think Chinese uh department. And so they have, you know, a, a building that has like Chinese elements and decors and stuff like that in there. Um and then for reception, we're actually gonna everybody's gonna go to London, which is like an hour and away to uh to go to this Chinese Chinese restaurant, Chinese banquet restaurant for the reception. Oh, is it in London? <laughs> yeah, London. Okay. Yeah, it's so cool that you kind of niche yourself as Chinese American and knowing all the traditions and a destination planner. And then now people are finding you and using you, like go- taking you around the world just because of your niche. That's so amazing. Um, sh- let's just get into tips and tricks um, on how to book destination clients. I think you have four tips. Take it away with number one. Yeah. So I would say like, first of all, would be to definitely think about where you want to have your destination because, you know, the world is so big. So yeah. <laughs> you want to start with the one or two places first and then you really get familiar with these places. Okay. Um, you know, but like, you know, yeah. So you like the first thing would be research, you know, um, like, like I said, narrow it down of like okay. the region. And so because like a lot of times when you, um, you can manifest 
of like what you want to achieve right like if you can you can like speak into existence or like create a vision board or something right yeah so like first tip would be just you know to go check out these venues you really want to work at you know in different countries or different places do your research on that and then the second would be to you know offer value to these venues like mm. we like for example like a style shoe or some kind of collaborations with them right so we did a style shoe um at the uh, viceroy viceroy hotel yeah jeremiah um last february wow so yeah um that's mexico yeah and then we also did style shoe before i booked the actual bali wedding we also did a style show at in bali um so i i collaborated with like bali local vendors and you know so we did that and that's and that amazing. Helped. Yeah. Tell me about the Viceroy um, style shoot. Like, how do you get the models? And like, how do you get the vendors if you never work with them? And, you know, how do you plan that? Some sort of, you know, it's so it's so easy. I feel like if you're like, hey, I could, you know, go to LA and like meet up with vendors and talk to them. But you literally like have never been to these places and work with events, the vendors. So any tips and tricks on that? Pardon this short interruption, but me and the Get A Heckes team have some exciting news. If you haven't heard, I have a free mini masterclass, how to get on your first preferred venue vendor list, the holy grail of bliss, hot leads, and these couples don't really care about price. It's 20 minutes and packed with goodness. The link is in the show notes. Also, we are offering website copy writing for all wedding professionals. With my digging and coaching skills and my team member Cindy with 15 years of copywriting experience, we will create your perfect website copy. We want you to cry of happiness when you get it back and say, wow, I'm so proud of myself as a business owner. Get a free audit of your current site. Go from meh to heck yes. Just DM me your website and I will send you a Loom audit back. My Instagram is at Carissa Wu. Back to the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it definitely helps that, you know, I've been to been going to the conference um, almost every year, that destination wedding conference. So I do have that uh, organization, the IADWP, like resources can help me as well. So mm-hmm. um, just a sign out, I was also a board member of that organization for like two years. <laughs> so yeah, the, the resources really helped. So um, like me and... um. The other planner in San Diego, we actually attended Viceroy's. Um, they had a meeting or a um, yeah, like a like a meetup, um, in uh, I think the Santa Monica location, and then so so for that meeting, they actually had uh Viceroy branches from all over the world, the all the reps from all over the world to, to gather there and to like share you know the properties with other planners or other event planners wow so that's how we met the right of uh viceroy in rivera maya and then we we were like oh are you interested to do a are you interested to do a style shoe and he's like yeah i'm down so let's let's do it i'll cover your like um you know accommodations and i'll pick wow. you guys up and, yeah it was uh it was a treat <laughs> Oh, that's amazing <laughs> that's so cool okay so recap number one number one tip research where you actually want to plan or shoot weddings um, and visualize it. Me and you are all about manifestation and those vision boards. And number two, offer value to these venues and such as styled shoots, um, headshots, branding photos. Um, but you're particularly talking about styled shoots. And then 
if you have, if you don't have anything else for tip number two, take it away with tip number three. Okay, sounds good. So tip number three, I touched on this a little bit earlier is marketing, having a good SEO, like, you know, how I just mentioned how people found me on Google is because the keyword that I use on my website and my blog. So that's really, really important. Like if you want to stand out as, um, you know, a, a professional or like, you know, someone who is experienced or expert in the destination wedding, definitely start writing blogs on destination weddings. And that will definitely boost you up in the Google search. And it will really help to if you have a niche, um, you know, then your ideal client can find you like easier. <laughs> wow. How did you learn so much about SEO? Um did you always, were you always interested in it? Um, when I first started the company, when I, you know, because when I was by myself, right, everybody started with <laughs> solo entrepreneurship. Uh -huh. I started asking all my, um, all my friends who are good at marketing, good at SEO. Um, and I also met some other people at like networking events, like business networking events. And then so I just started asking them like, you know, questions and tips and tricks on SEO. And I just uh, applied it myself. So the, the first website I created by myself, it's just like trying to apply as much as what I learned about SEO in the website. And I, I guess it worked. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Now people yeah. still find me from my blog from SEO. So I'm like, and I actually used to have a frame company with my dad and they still call me for frames. I'm like, I don't even have that business. I took taking it down. Why are you still calling me? I'm like, I come out like first up for frames. <laughs> yeah, yeah. SEO does really work up. Any other marketing tips? Yeah, um, social media, like, because, you know, Instagram is always changing. And, you know, your email list would be <laughs> the, the most important to build. So we are also um, trying to build that right now to have that email list, because that's something no one can take away from you. Like Instagram can shut down in one day, Facebook, like, you know, even Pinterest, like anything you build on other people's platform. Yeah, right. It could go away. Like, Carissa, you've experienced like somebody hack your account, like yeah, I got, all gone I, and I got hacked twice, and oh my god, it's just I actually I wasn't sweating that much because I have my email list, but of course, like it sucks. Yeah, yeah, but you put it back up really fast. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you the story later. It's a crazy. Okay, story. <laughs> um, and then my number four point, last point is to. Join a destination group. Yes. And like, yeah, like there's a lot on Facebook, actually, like Facebook groups, like because, you know, it's we're we're very fortunate in this day of age where there's Internet and, you know, you don't have to literally fly to yeah. I don't know, Europe or Bali to meet these vendors or these organizations to physically join it. You can join just online and you can discuss, you know, all these online forums and groups and pages and all that stuff and just build connections and you know, when people like, again, like having a niche is so important just because like, you know, oh, let's say you specialize in like Spanish or, you know, you know, some of the culture like Korean, I don't know. <laughs> uh -huh. um, then, you know, when people, let's say they're in Bali, they wanted someone who can speak Korean. And then they're like, oh, yeah, you know, that person, you know, on that uh, the group, you know, a Facebook group, that person can speak Korean. And so, you know, they will reach out to you. So like, again, yeah, having that niche so people can remember you. Do you know so any other sites that people could go to that's like off the top of your head besides the one that you mentioned? Um, like the one I joined is the IDWP. Uh -huh. um, that's mainly for Mexico, but they also 
they also have destination conferences in like Italy and Turkey and other places too, but they mainly focus on Mexico. So if you do want to do destination in Mexico, which is very convenient for US, you know, residents is so close. And then there's a lot of different uh, sceneries you can go. So yeah. Um, yeah, I wanted to dive deeper into, um, I mean, I'm just going back to your amazing story about like being a wedding singer and then getting like a God moment of like, with the name, my wedding songbird, and then starting planning. But why like destination? Where did you travel as a kid? Did you always want to travel? Because I feel like it's not easy to just like plan a wedding somewhere else. I know the association help you, but like, tell me more about like this yearning desire to travel. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like traveling, right? Especially when <laughs> paid for. Yeah. <laughs> um, true, true, yeah. True. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, I like I said, um, I want to because I, I do love traveling because maybe um, my dad, he travels a lot. Like, you no, know, he always tell us, oh, I already been to like 24, 25 countries or like whatnot. I was like, day. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, you know, as a kid, like he would take us to travel as well. But um, yeah. Okay. So I think yeah. maybe, maybe that is and. Yeah, I love it. Okay, let's talk about the challenges of being a destination wedding planner. Any challenges that you've overcome and could give advice to someone so they don't struggle? Mm, I would say, like, depending on where you're going, like, you know, um, first of all, definitely do your research and then communicate and network with them online. Like, so maybe if you already planned a trip to somewhere like maybe Maldives or Greece or whatever, then um, if you have time in your trip, you know, maybe ahead of time, you can arrange some kind of meetup, some kind of site visits with like venues or even your own resort you're staying at, you know, to like create connections. So that's that's kind of what I what I do when I go travel to different places. Like even to San Diego, I will be like <laughs> looking at you know where I can go. I'm also, I'm actually going to uh um this new destination in the uh, Dominican Republic, the Punta Cana. Wow. So that's next month. Yeah, in a few weeks, I'm gonna be there for a week. And yeah, yeah and like because. I didn't get a uh uh like a direct flight, so then I have a connection flight in Florida coming back, and so I actually extended or I picked a, like a longer overlay over uh overlay in Florida, so then I can also like see venues in Florida. Wow, you're 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 always working, Sarah. <laughs> Your brain is always on. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Gotta gotta see what you know opportunities because opportunities sometimes it's just in front of you. You just have to grab it and you have to, you know, reach for it and <laughs> walk towards it and you know. So you never know what door is gonna open for you. Yeah, if you don't ask, it. you're not gonna get. You're not gonna get anything. I love it. Okay, this is a fun question, but paint the picture of your favorite destination wedding. I'm thinking of mine in Croatia, but just like. Like the ambiance, how you felt, what they were wearing, the flowers, just any anything you want to say. Yeah. Okay. So everyone always asks me, since you're a wedding planner, what kind of wedding do you want? 
And I will always tell them like, I want a really small wedding and a beautiful island, you know? So um, I, I really love the ocean. And then so for me, like personally, like if I were to get married, <laughs> I would love to be able to definitely have the ceremony up where you can see the ocean and then the reception would be underwater. Oh, <laughs> that sounds expensive. you know those underwater <laughs> hotel where yeah, like the yeah. fish are swimming around you and you're, you're eating and dining at this fancy hall so Oh, I love it. Yeah, it reminds me of like 50 first dates. I think they were underwater restaurants. yeah <laughs> so <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Okay, so I'm just going to recap real fast again your tips on how to become a destination. Uh, planner, photographer, any wedding pro, but number one, do your research um, and manifest it. So pick one or two locations that you really want to work at on the map. And number two, offer value to venues. You're really into style shoots. You've done so many style shoots. Me and you have one coming up, hopefully at the Balboa, Balboa Bay Club. Um, and yeah, just always be thinking of offering value and what you could do to serve them so you could network with them. And number three is marketing. Your SEO has done you really well. I would say, I would think this, the name of today's episode is going to be like how niching down has helped you become a destination planner, um, which is very interesting. I didn't know that that's where this um, conversation was going to go. So it has helped you over the years. So when people type in Chinese wedding destination photographer, you pop up, which is incredible. That is seriously incredible. That's like a big takeaway that I have today. And number four is um, join destination groups. And it could be Facebook groups. You don't have to actually physically go there. But if you do go there, you could start networking with venues, seeing if you could make a good connection um, and just do a lot of research online. Any other tips for our audience today for how to become a destination wedding professional? Yeah, I just had one last point, like, um, because I feel like the the niche I was, you know, um, giving examples for is more like cultural, like, you know, specific languages, like, but if you don't speak other language than English, <laughs> don't worry, <laughs> like, you can still have a niche, like, your niche might be like adventurous couple, or, you know, like, so like, these keywords to describe who your ideal clients are would be your niche. So use those keywords repeatedly, like on your homepage, on your blogs, on your social media, like even like maybe your IG bio, put like, you know, we love working with adventurous couples or, you know, stuff like that, like if that's your niche. So that's just like one, one last point I wanted to share. Yeah, that's a really good one. I'm all about niching down. Okay, fun questions, rapid fire questions. Um, just because me and you are all about like vision boards and manifestation, but like where would you want to go next for, or where would your next three weddings ideally like around the world? Tell me what countries. I would love to go to these beautiful island, <laughs> like um, Maldives. Yeah. <laughs> and I really want to go to Greece as well, like Santorini, but I know it's very touristy. But, you know, the good thing about touristy places is it's very convenient <laughs> so for your guests. Yeah. Um, the third one, let's see. Mm. Oh, maybe like. Like Paris. Yeah, Yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm putting it out to the universe. Energy to all those three paid places.
Tell okay, us about yeah. like um it just came to my head, but that that Tony Robbins conference that you went to, I think did it wasn't it like you there is three different places that you the one that you book with Arthur. <laughs> was it Tony Robbins? I think it was it wasn't him, but like it was um it was held by his organization. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about that a little bit. <laughs> which wait which ones <laughs> there's so many oh okay maybe okay tell me your favorite conference that you've ever been to and like why like why it stood out to you and what'd okay. you learn um well one of the conferences is definitely that love mexico conference held by iadwp yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love it because you know they they really um work really hard to like show you so many venues in like one trip so like the the main conference is maybe like four days, but then they also have the pre-conference, the post-conference, you know, you can add on. So then you even, you can see even more venues and experience even more areas uh. like you have the time. And, you know, it's, it's very awesome because like the price is very amazing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And then I think it's like under 500 bucks. And then it covers your accommodation, com- it covers your conference fees, it covers your meals, transportations, like everything. Like they pick you up from the airport and take you back. And and so... That is yeah. so cheap. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Okay. What is something that we don't know about you, Sarah? Anything. <laughs> what are two things? Hmm. I have two younger sisters. <laughs> You're the um, oldest. Huh? You're the oldest. I'm the oldest. Yes. What is something that you provide to your clients that's very special? Mm, very special. Okay, so I just got a recent review that mentioned this one, but I didn't really think about that. But to them, it was like a very special like add-on. And so is um we do, I I do a lot of like behind the scenes on the day of the wedding, and then I would you know share that on the IG story. I would tag the couple or tag all the vendors as many as I can uh-huh. <laughs> and then yeah so the couple really appreciated that like you know I was able to capture like pretty much the whole wedding like every aspect of the wedding all the decors you know their first dance their ceremony I, um, appre- I appreciate that too after our last wedding yeah. like, Sarah's blowing me up <laughs> <laughs> yeah so <laughs> I try to do I try to do as much of that as possible on the wedding for the wedding day and yeah, so I guess that's a added bonus for, for the clients. They love Honestly, that. Honestly, if I was a bride, I would love that too. It's just yeah. like more footage that you don't see and you get mm-hmm. to see it, relive it. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Tell everyone any last advice of someone listening right now, like struggling to become a destination photographer, uh, photographer or planner or DJ or florist. Um, what is something they could do today to just kind of get unstuck? Yeah, I think it's all about believing nothing's impossible. And so do your research, write down the three places you want to go, you want to shoot at or plan weddings at, and just put that out there, put that out on your blog, put that out there, you know, maybe record a video, post it on (laughs) your IG, um, you know, and start reaching out to these venues like venues um in these places and so just you know yeah i think that's something you can do today <laughs> yay and where can everyone find you sarah 
you can find us on our Instagram at my wedding songbird. So songbird like the bird that sings a song. Yes, you are the songbird. Thank <laughs> you, Sarah. Uh, this is a fun conversation. Welcome. I finally got you on. It's been yes. like a year in make the making. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Carissa. Oh, thank you for having me here. <laughs> Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG. Tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.